Welcome to WBH 561 Podcast. I'm your host, Jamori Kanan. We finally got the man y'all been waiting for. Finally got the man y'all been waiting for. For like three or four episodes, we've been talking about this guy, K Slim, from the streets to the church. I finally got the man in the building. With no further ado, I introduce to you, Mr. 561, the son of the area, the best gospel rapper in the area. Hey, the most known gospel rapper in the area. Oh. And I challenge anybody to go bar for bar, song for song, energy energy with this guy. Oh, a cousin of mine. Oh. I introduced to y'all the Jesus. man himself. Shata. About time you got here, man. Hey. I don't know what to say. Yeah, you can't say nothing. And I'm glad I'm here. Glad to have you here, man. So what's been going on, man? Tell the people a little bit about yourself. Where you came from, how you started this thing, and what your plans are, man. I mean, I don't know, man. You know, music is my passion pretty much, you know. And, you know, I do gospel rap, you know. I've been doing that since I was maybe like mid-20s, something like back, around like 2010. Pause. I need the whole story. That's a long story. No, no, no. I need the whole. You see, you started a gospel rap. You skipped the yeah. other life. No, no, no. You got to tell him how long you've been rapping. And, come on, man. Don't do. Don't cheat him. <laughs> he cheat. He trying to cheat y'all. I'm not gonna let it happen. Come on, man. Well, I started rapping uh, at 16 when I wasn't gospel rapping, mm. and. Uh, you know, I mean, just rapping about things that y'all hear now, pretty much. I mean, when you turn on the radio, everything you hear, everybody talking about, from what Bootsy talking about, or Migos talking about, you know. I pretty much uh, came up from, you know, came up from that, you know, in the hood and that environment and stuff like that. So I rapped about a lot what I saw, experience, and stuff like that. And, um... As life went on, you know, uh, I felt like God just ordered my footsteps and I just followed my heart. Uh, around 2010, I decided to transition over to gospel, and here I am now. But if Cole want to ask some specific questions about specific things, and I get into it. Well, you're going you gonna to be a host on the show, so we can get to that at any time. But I just didn't want you, I didn't want to let you cheat them, so they think you just started rapping in your mid-20s. No, this been going on. Yeah, it's yeah. been going on. He's been in the school. I was in high school, Palm Beach, Palm Beach Lakes High School. That's that's right here in the I say, area. I say around, uh, around like sophomore, about sophomore year. You know, I took off freestyle battling, you know, on that Eminem eight mile kind of stuff. Beat on the trash can with Suave Smooth. Yeah. What's it, uh, Suave. 
They say, uh, what they do. Yeah, what they do. Hey, what they do. Shout out, shout out to Suave, a yeah. good friend of ours, and, and, yeah. and one of the legends in the area of the 561. Yeah, most definitely. Actually, the state of Florida, I'm going to just say that. Yeah, man. It's, he, it's, it's the whole state of Florida, at once upon a time, he was on fire. You know, so yeah. shout out, shout out to Suave. He said, do his thing, man. I see him from time to time. But, yeah, you know, just back then we freestyle, beating on the trash cans, got the girls going. The girls like, oh. You know what I'm saying? He's spitting on lyrics. And, you know, I used to do, I used to do it for, uh, for all the attention because, you know, it's like first the courtyard to be empty. And then uh, before you know it, what I think before, you feel like you at a stadium. <laughs> I ain't going to sit here a lot. <laughs> Now, what 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 brought you to the transition from, I guess, hip hop artist, street rapper to gospel rap? Um, you know, God just you know just uh, gave me a lot of signs. You know, what I'm saying like if you pay attention, you know, you'll realize certain certain signs, certain things that go on that make you kind of be like, whoa, you know, that had to be that that was out of my hands. You know, what I'm saying this was. A God type of experience, but I basically, you know, was just kind of like running wild, you know, uh, like taking my mama car and joy riding around, doing all kind of stuff, just, you know, living with a girl, drinking alcohol like crazy and, you know, just doing a lot of wild stuff, just smoking weed and doing all this kind of stuff. And it was straight out with me. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't tripping until like, like one time I got hit off the side, I got hit by a pickup truck, leaving leaving my job. But to make a long story short, you know, um, when I got hit by the truck, I got hit off the sidewalk instead of rolling both my legs ran over. And then um, in the process, you know, like my body was shaking out a lot of control. And I'm just kind of like doing like the Harlem shake, feel like I'm doing whatever. <laughs> Shout out to Harlem. Harlem! <laughs> Balling. But, uh, yeah, man, so then this girl, she came, this young girl got out of the car, and she prayed for me, and then it was like, uh, before I got hit with the truck, though, this shadow of an angel figure had, like, spit me around, because I was about to get hit head on, and then this uh, angel, like, you know, flew by real fast and, like, spit me sideways, and I got hit sideways. So, mm. therefore, if I wouldn't have, if I would have got hit straight, straight on, you know what I'm saying? All my main attests and stuff, you know what I'm saying? I would have instantly been killed, most likely. And um, so that was an experience right there. Once the girl prayed for me when I was shaking, doing the Harlem shaking stuff, it like, it's, it came to like a calmness, like instantly right then and now. And, um, you know, she prayed in the name of the Lord. You see what I'm saying? So, like, that was out of my hands. And then that was like a God experience when my body started shaking instantly like that is when she prayed for me. So at that time, I was rapping in the world and stuff like that. Then um, I went to the hospital and I was released the same day. But I still was hurt bad and everything, but there was no real broken bones and stuff like that. Then um, I got dropped off. I got dropped off to the house, and I basically was, like, alone. Like, a lot of people who was hanging around me when that happened, a lot of people didn't come around at that time, so I was pretty much to myself. And um, at that time, I feel like, uh, well, God did just start just putting a lot of different thoughts in my mind and my spirit. 
and it kind of led me to drift deeper into gospel. I say another thing too when I started when I started writing positive songs, it became easy. Mm. It started like to flow real easy. And then when I started to try to write about negative things, it's like I was getting attacked by the devil head on. Like that was like uh, I have migraines. It's like I have. It's hard for me to think. It feel like I'm exhausted and tired. Something sucking me dry, like leeches on me. Mm. When I try to keep writing the, the gangster street music. And then when I go right back to writing positive, even if I wasn't fully talking about God, if I was talking about just some motivational stuff, mm-hmm. it seemed to come very easy. So it was like different signs like that where it just felt right from the heart. And eventually, uh, I was with a group, OSB 561, um, a group that I had started, and we actually got the CD done, a mixtape CD. We collaborated with different people in the local area. And it was, it was good. And then... I, I felt like this conviction, like, like it was so bad, like I was headed towards the path of destruction, like God had this, allowed me to feel this real negative, dark type feeling, like if I went forward with it, like, it probably would have been successful, but, you know, rest in peace X, maybe something like that would happen to me, I don't mm-hmm. know, I feel like something, my whole life would have went took a whole different type of direction. The person I am now, I don't think I would have been if I would have ignored how God was dealing dealing with me on the inside. So mm. what I, I actually went to two of the guys uh, I was recording with a, a white boy named Lametta and I was recording with another good friend of mine named Big Balls, producer slash artist. Big Balls, Big Balls. Big Balls, Dollar Sign Entertainment. When the last time you talked to him? Oh, man, it's been some years now, you know what I'm saying? But he moved to Port St. Lucie. Oh, okay, wow. Uh-huh. Go ahead, go ahead, continue with your... Yeah, so anyways, uh, Big Balls, man, I, I, I stuck to them both. We, we both had put money into this project, invested like a couple thousand dollars or so. We went to like the studio in Jupiter, and that was about maybe like $100 an hour. Um, Snoop Dogg then recorded off from them. Well, so we put all this into this project, and then I just went to them... And I told him that uh, that God was just dealing with me and I just couldn't move forward with it. I just kind of like didn't even know where I was going to go as far as the gospel rap thing. I didn't even know how that was going to come out. But I just went to him and said, hey, man, you know, I feel led to go down a different direction, man. I can't I can't do this OSB fast is one thing no more. And um. It's like they understood, but I know they were hot too because we put money, we were putting that money into it and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, here I am now, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, walking by faith and not by sight and trusting my heart, and it led me to where I am now as a gospel rapper. And I'm glad I made that decision because I see. Uh, it, the kind of music that God led me to do it has an impact not only on the youth but the older people. It's clean music. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to edit nothing out. You know what I mean? It's like uh, the grandmama can listen to it. Your mama can listen to it. The little kids can listen to it. And then it's all uh, messages that people can take from it. You know, you're going to hear about God. You're going to hear about life. You're going to hear about problems. But you're also going to hear about solutions. Of things that I overcame that can help people overcome 
if they still going through certain things that I overcame, then, you know, I try to put music in a way where it talks about the problem, but also offers a solution if you're really listening. So, yeah. Okay. I, I know everything I'm talking about, but, but they don't. The listeners don't. Mm. And like I said, we on syndicated radio now, buddy. Mm-hmm. The whole world hears on mm-hmm. our broadcast. Mm-hmm. Tell them, man, your family members, your brothers, sisters, mom, dad, you know. How many, how'd y'all, how'd you grow up? Oh, I mean, yeah, a little background. You know, I'm originally, I'm originally from Miami, 305, you know what I'm saying? Uh, my daddy, my daddy is from Miami. My mom, you know, is from uh, West Palm, Palm Beach. Um... They both got married, and then um, my mom moved with my daddy in Miami, and then uh, I basically, uh, yeah, I was born in Miami once, you know, they got married and stuff like that, and eventually they got divorced, and uh, I started bouncing back and forth as a child, spending summer times with my daddy, and um you know, being here in West Palm coming up too, so just kind of getting the best of both both worlds from Palm yeah. Beach to Miami type thing. That's how it was me and my mom <laughs> and my great grandma. Yeah, and um, you know, I'm an '80s baby. '80s it, baby, you crazy, mass baby, uh, crazy. You <laughs> so you know, Master P, y'all seen that movie on Body, 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 Ride It, Ride It. That's how it was, and yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. In the 80s, man, like... 80s and 90s, man, it wasn't nothing like it. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because I was going to... When I was in Miami, I saved my daddy for maybe like a couple of years. And um, I was going to Liberty City Elementary. Yeah. Liberty rough. City, if anybody knows about Liberty City. Rough. Y'all seen it on the first 48. <laughs> Duh. Duh, <laughs> Duh. Y'all seen it on the first 48. You know what I'm saying? And... uh. Like, it's crazy because my daddy, he was, uh, he was one of them people that wasn't really home that much. You know, he was at work, you know, so I used to have the keys to the house. Then, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I'm scared to walk to school because I don't know if a bullet gonna hit me today. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, we talk about Miami and the cocaine cowboy days and all that, you know, all you, every time you turn around, it was just random drive-bys. Sure you know what I'm saying? Like, like BG would say, chopper, chopper, more chopper. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah chop, chop, chop. It most, it most definitely was, you know, you know what I'm saying? And you like ducking and moving and you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, I, I used to walk home. I used to walk to school and walk back to school. One day leaving school, man, they got a drive-by right in front of the school. Man. No! Yeah. Right in front of the school, man. I had to dive down in the grass, you know what I'm saying? Like, literally take cover. And, um, yeah, man. So, you know, that's how I was living in Miami, you know, hanging out with my cousin, them, Gabriel and Joshua, my auntie, uh, Auntie Carlito. Beautiful lady, by the way. Yeah, so, you know, uh, you know, we had, we had good times coming up, you know, around my teenage years. Being with my cousin, they on and off. You know, they was wild, kind of, you know, 
like in Miami, you know, it's like multicultural, you know what I'm saying? Kind of like. Oh, yeah, definitely, bro. You yeah. got every, every that, that was ethnicity like out yeah. down there, man. You yeah. got the Haitians, Jamaicans, Cubans, yeah. Latinos. Yeah, you got American. Yeah. You got yeah. all them cultures down there. Yeah. Mixed in and getting along mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean, that yeah. that is something serious. I, yeah. To be honest. I believe only in Florida and maybe Hawaii, all of those people in one area and get along with each other for the most part. From what from what I you know experience, you know that's what was amazing about it. Cause I mean, because okay, when I'm living in Palm Beach, it wasn't like that. Yeah, it ain't like that. It was like cracker. Yeah, it's segregated. You stay this, with your people, yeah. they stay with their people. And if y'all gotta interact, y'all interact. But other than that, you don't really. Don't like you why. gang out with your family and friends and cousins, and they do the same thing with theirs. But in Miami, in, in my experiences, and I've been a lot of places in the world, yeah. in my experiences, Miami mm-hmm. and Hawaii. Mm. Hawaii, you got so many cultures there, bro, and celebrities. Like, when you see a celebrity in Miami or in Palm Beach or Hawaii, you don't even be like, oh, let me get a picture. Let me. Because we see them all the time. It's. You know what I'm saying? You see them all the time. The, the basketball teams go over there and they, they're in a restaurant with normal people and nobody asking them for pictures. Nobody asking them to be, oh, on my Instagram and this and that. Same thing with here. Yeah, we yeah. got celebrities that come in here and rich people come in. We got, hey, take a picture. Take, like, it's, okay, cool. Nice to meet you. Let's talk. Keep it moving. Hope to see you again. If we hang out, we hang out. Boom, boom, boom. You took in the bush of the movie? Yeah, that's your song. Tell them what song that is. Yeah. Keep on trucking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know that. Hey, man, let them know the. He got some mixtapes out right now, man. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And let him know what's up. Yeah, uh, got a mixtape I did called uh, Ministry Over Industry, uh, Volume 1, Mixtape Volume 1. Uh, Ministry Over Industry Music Mixtape Volume 1. And um, I just came out with another one called uh, Right, Left, Left, Right. You know, um, it's just. Um, hey, no big deal, but I'm kind of on that. Yeah, I was definitely check out Jamora Kanai. <laughs> Jamora Kanai, y'all want y'all need a y'all need a, a singer, a writer, you know, very versatile. Vocal man. coach, actor, whatever you need me to be, I am very versatile, very talented. I'm humble, man. Hire me. <laughs> I'm humble. Hire me, please. But yeah, you know, we can shoot some music videos and stuff. But I don't want to drip off too too tough. What we was talking about, well, we was talking about. Miami, yeah. Palm Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Palm Beach, from what, you know, like I say, when I was my cousin them, we was wilding out. That's what I wanted to see. I want to get into that. Go say, ahead. You know, we, they used to do some crazy. What I like about Miami, they was kind of very spontaneous. They didn't care. Yeah. Like, I'm going to tell you, we used to play. They didn't they, care. They used to like, my cousin, they was wrestling fanatics. They, yeah. they love wrestling. Yeah, hey, I think my my, my cousin uh, Joshua, he like uh, Brett 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 Hart. The best there is, the best there was, 
The best yeah. there ever will be. Yeah, he's like, yeah, Bret Hart. Come out with the shades. Get if you crack on Bret Hart, he'll start crying. That's how he was. Like, he was sensitive. Yeah, that was crazy. We're going to square up. Let's go on in the back and wrestle ourselves. And Ric Flair. But look, we used to play this Woo! game. Yeah. Now, everybody like Ric Flair, Woo! not Amigo. Woo! Yeah, they got it from Rick. Okay. Rick getting a lot of money. <laughs> now, look. We used to play. They used to play this game. I ain't know nothing about this. You be around here talking like I'm talking to you. Oh, no, let's say you're talking to somebody else. Uh-huh. You turn that way like you're talking to somebody. Yeah, I like how you, like, like you talking. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, brother? How you Woo! doing? Woo! Oh, choppy. Yeah. Now, man, we used not to do the same thing. We used to do the same thing. We used to do the same thing. But it wasn't when you was talking. We'll just do this and pow! Yeah. My Uncle Eric, Dino, Bryce, and me. We would do that. Chop each other all damn long day. But what you what you really, how you know, what you really want to go for when you're playing that game, though, you don't only want to just hit them. Nah, you want to make some red marks on that chest. Not only that, you got to get the sound. You got to connect. Oh, yeah. You got to connect when you hit. The... Yeah. Wow. That's right. You got to get it. You got to. Right. Especially, don't be sweating. So, <laughs> talk, okay. Y'all might get confused because we're talking about two different sets of cousins, and I just told y'all we cousins. We didn't meet until we was teenagers. Yeah, I'll say about like, I'll about like what? About 17, yeah, 18. 17, 18. 17, 18. Nah, we real cousins. We just didn't meet until that age. Yeah. From that age until today, we've been like, like fucking glue. Yep. Excuse my French. <laughs> we've been tight, tighter than tight. All our friends have gone and come and been to prison and moved away and got killed. But we don't know where they are. But we have remained tight. I, th- I would say, I would say, uh, some things are divine. Everything yeah, is yeah. not divine. You yeah, know that's what I mean? true. But I that's the world. I'm it, it really divine. don't even feel like we cousins. It feel like we brothers. We we brothers. Yeah. You know, we talk about everything. We discuss everything from. Personal issues to basketball to football to music to whatever is whatever. Everything we do and we conversate and talk and discuss. I tell you what, you know, you got your real friend when you're down and uh, if it's a if you need to be uh, consoled or confide in somebody or you know, you financially might need something, this and that, and there's no real. Motors and strains attached and all that kind of stuff. Nothing. The Bible says you're only going to get, I think, Proverbs 17, 17. See, like, it's only going to be a few brothers. Maybe two? Yeah. Two in a lifetime, maybe? So, so, you know, it's kind of funny because you got people that be with a hundred people, like, in these games yeah. and this. You no, know, I mean, not, you know, hey, not we, we, you, know we saying, used to but, be that. Yeah. We used to roll with a large clique. We kind of find out that when you think... Majority of these people before you, they don't. No, nah, they it'd be a, Now, it'd be a few. It may be a few. Out of, out of 100 people, it's going to be a few. And it may not be none. It may not be none in that click period. Yeah, it might right. be some total strangers That's right. that come out of nowhere. That's right. You know, you never know how you're going to meet no few, but no few will come. That's right. That's true, man. 
But uh, I mean, but like I said, I want to get back. When I living in Palm Beach, though, like I said, I noticed a difference. You know, what I'm saying like it's not like it's multicultural. I'd say it's Miami. You know, mm-hmm. I just wanted I just wanted to put emphasis on that. But I love I love Palm Beach too. You know, what I'm saying it's yeah, like uh, That's what I, I feel like the shoes that God had me to walk in was just to mold me to who I am today. I tell you what, you a bad man. You know, being raised both in Palm Beach and getting some of Miami and getting a mixture. And we both for that. A mixture That's of that. crazy. Get a mixture of that. I both mean, of us have <laughs> been in Miami and Palm Beach throughout our life. Yeah, to get a couple It's nothing that. like it. We get people all the time that, that come from up north. It's nothing like it. Like, man, that's what they be saying. Baby, it's nothing man. like it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you know we take it for granted but other people admire us other people praise us whether it's for the good or the negative but it's, it's nothing a, like it it's just a, it's just a uniqueness it's, it's like, nothing like it they think it's real rare like how you know they feel like people like our swag and yeah it's nothing just, like it man it's just different whatever but it you know nothing like it I'm no stranger to to, to, to to suffering and going through, you know, poverty situations, you know, like, because my mama, you know, um, my brother, I had a, I have a brother, you know what I'm saying, but, you know, rest in peace, he passed away, but he's still here spiritually, you know, we still, my brother Mikey. Rest in peace. And, um, you know, he, uh, he passed away at the age of 10. So I talk, I talk about him a lot in the music because I want him to live on, you know, through the music and stuff like that. Just like when I hear other people's songs, you know, just paying respects and stuff. Um, but my mom used to be back and forth. He was a chemo patient. And um, she used to be back and forth at Jackson Memorial Hospital. And at the time, like, I'd be, I, I was living down here in Palm Beach, but she had to catch the tri-rail and go to... Jazz Memorial in Miami, and you know, and he uh, go get checkups by the doctor and this and that. And at times, you know, it may not be much food in the house and stuff like that. And um, you know, sometimes you know you got to go oodles and noodles, oodles and noodles for weeks at a time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When it comes to cereal. It wasn't no Fruit Loops at times and Fruity Pebbles the and all, brand. all them. The off brands. That Whit brand. Yeah, King Vitamin. That's right. Yeah. King <laughs> Vitamin. You call it that. Yeah. I had to have it too, brother. That's right. I had to have it too, you well, I'm going to tell you this. King Vitamin was a bust. I hey, want a box of them now. Listen, man. Don't suck. Is that some cold milk? When you that young <laughs> and you going through it, you don't know you poor. And you know what we look at on the TV? What? Not Rap City. What? The box. That's right. Had your mama you jump phone. on that phone. Had your mama phone bill sky. You jump on that phone. <laughs> and you get the. You find out hey, the number. That's you right. find out the number. You had your mama bill sky high at the end of the month. And, and you know, it's for mine. You know what I was crazy about? Luke. Don't stop. Yeah. yeah. Let me see you do it well. All right. I want to rock. I want to rock. Uncle Luke, Uncle Al, Trick yeah. Daddy, JT Money. It's a lot. So you doggone yeah. right. Like, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so back then, hey, you said Hammer. Yep. Hammer, doggone right. Too legit. <laughs> Too, Too legit to quit. Hey, hey. Hey, that was good. Okay. My music was real versatile. That's right. Man. I mean, I like the music now, but I don't think it's versatile, like nowhere near versatile like how it was back, back in the day. Just, it was just, everybody was just so unpredictable and everybody, I, I feel like, embraced their uniqueness. Like, they just did them. It wasn't so caught up until somebody else, yeah, you know what I'm saying? that's true, man. Trying to follow we, we the trend. We got away from that. Yeah, so that's, that's I just wish music got back away, to we that. We got away from that. You know what I'm saying? Like We got away from that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I'm inspired by people well. You know, I do some styles like some other people, but I won't go so far into it where a person can say, dang, you know, I don't, I don't see no originality. I don't hear no originality or creativity of his own. Hey, so. while this is on my mind, I'm just going to say it. We're going to have his mom, my, other, my big cousin, we're going to have her on this show. This woman has a story. Out of this world. Oh, man. And when we broadcast this, I'm so happy that we're on Apple. I'm so happy we're on all these other radio stations that syndicate it. I'm so happy because when we get his mom on this show, hundreds of thousands, if not millions, will hear this lady's story. Yep. And some of you may not believe this story, it's real but deep. I can guarantee you, I wasn't there with her through all of it. But I'll say this, for the last maybe 15, 13, 14, 12, whatever, however many years it's been, over a decade, I've been knowing about this story. We tried to get her in the video, and uh, she thought it was something else. But I'm going to bring her back. We're going to have her tell her story on this very podcast, this very broadcast that we're on right now. This is her son. He know he, he, he touched on a few little subjects, but she's got all the answers. Oh, yeah, most definitely. She got all the information. She got all the corrupt people. And, <laughs> and, and, and this, is what this, this is what this podcast is about. People who want to be heard. That's WBH561. Want to be heard 561. People from this state. Like that song we did. That's right. Just want to be heard. That's right. Okay. And listen. I told you guys, the first couple episodes I did with my kid was cool. But these are the things and the topics and the subjects we're going to touch on. Yeah, there's a lot on to touch on. Because we got people who've been shot, abiding by the law. We got people who've been murdered in hospitals. We got people who've been screwed out of money from the churches. Oh, man. We got people who have been living on welfare because they won't let the fathers be a part of the households. That's crazy. They call it welfare. It is welfare. You're supposed to be well. It's well for the woman. Hard for the man. 
They got a star. <laughs> you dog on the right. <laughs> hey, what you say? Yeah, 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 yeah. You got that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got that. Come on, finish it. You got that right. All right. <laughs> hey, man, but these, these are the stories we're going to be bringing you. You know. Uh, Absolutely. K-Snell does great works in the community. I do great works in the community. He's in the churches. You know, my great my grandfathers all have churches. Uh, we do. This is what we about bringing stories to the forefront with people who don't have a voice. Because see, we can get on the camera and make a video. We can get on the camera and, and, and make a movie. We can go in the studio and record songs. So it's our job as artists, as people in the community. To represent the people without a voice, would you agree? I agree. I like what Lecrae has said. He got that 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 CD uh-huh. entitled his CD. Uh-huh. It made it, it was real powerful. He said, "After the music stopped, what's next?" Yeah, what's next? Muhammad Ali said, like, like, "Like who are who are you after the entertainment?" Muhammad Ali like made a statement. I like that when he okay. retired. He said they asked him, "Muhammad, you've been so great." You did this, you did that, you won this, you won that, you beat the government. And they asked him, they said, what's next? You know what Muhammad Ali said? I believe you're going to tell me. I'm going to doggone tell you. You're right about that, buddy. Well, tell me. All right. The man said, with the second part of my life, I got to get ready to meet God. Mm. That's what he said. That man went deep. He said that. That's pretty. Hey, he went deep. He said, "I, I want to know how they responded." They we went can look it up. That. We can look it up. Yeah. I mean, when you said that, yeah, we're gonna use your, we're gonna use your phone to look it up. You keep talking to the people while I look it up. Yeah, but uh, he said that. That was a real statement. You know, it's just so it's so much that can be said, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm glad that uh, my cousin Jamari, you know, just had me on the show. Well, I can just express a little bit about myself, you know. Uh, but you know, that's why my music, you know, the music that the Lord lead me to do is a testimony within itself, you know. So I encourage y'all to most definitely. We got it. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Case We got it. F T S T T. We got it. I'd like to know what you're going to do when you retire from oh, boxing. Oh, boy, look. Whoa. He sleep? <laughs> he bored. They bored. I think. Uh, I think he's probably taking the last count. I'll, I'll do my best to wake him up. Sweet. That's all I'm going to do. All he wants oh. to do when he retires. When I retire from boxing. I really don't know. I want to say something right here. You all might, this might make you all think. Life is not really long. Let's say the average person 30 years old. Mm. If you're 30 years old, you're not but about 7 years old. How can I prove it? You had all the 7, 8, 9 hours you slept for 30 years. Mm. Out of 30 mm. years, out of all the nights, last night when you went to bed and woke up this morning, you don't remember a thing. You've been unconscious. For about eight years, if you're 30 years old, you slept. Saying like he going psychological okay. on. Just listen. How much traveling have you done in 30 years? 
the television station to home, to another country, to another city, to school, to church. You've probably traveled two years of your life or spent just getting back and forth to where you're going. So there's eight years of sleeping, two years of traveling, that's 30 years out of your life before you accomplish anything. How long do you sit in school? In America, we stay in school from the 12th grade to from the 1st grade to 12th grade. Same here? breaking it down. Virtually. Six hours a day? Yeah. Six hours a day for 12 years, break it down. You sit in a classroom for three years without leaving. Okay, two years of traveling, eight years of sleeping, three years of school. How many movies have you went to? How many wrestling matches? How much entertainment? How many movie theaters, live plays? baseball games, probably two years of entertainment. So by the time a man, you older people know him, bear with us, I'm saying, by the time you have children, by the time you have uh, made a way for your children, by the time you pay for your home, you push pushing 60 years old. That's so right. Life is real short. So yeah, if all you're traveling, and if all you're sleeping, and if all your school, and if all your entertainment, you've probably been half your life doing nothing. So what am I, I'm 35 years old, 30 more years, I'll be 65. We don't have no more influence. We can't do nothing much at 65. Your wife will tell you that. So, no. when you're 65, when you're no. 65, ain't too much more to do. So, did you know I'll be 65 in 30 more years? In those 30 years, I have to sleep nine years. I don't have 30 years of daylight. I have to travel back to America, take six, seven miles. All my traveling... Probably four years of traveling in the next 30 years, about nine years of sleeping, television, movies, entertainment, about three years of entertainment. Out of 30 years, I might have about 16 years to be productive. So it's how we can all break individual lives down. What am I going to do in the next 16 years? What's the best thing I can do? Get ready to meet God. Owning real estate, going in business, teaching boxers, that won't get me to heaven. How many here believe there's a supreme being, believe there's a God? How many believe there's some power that made the sun, the moon, the stars? How many believe that this stuff didn't just come out here, somebody wiser than us made it? How many believe there's a God? How many believe there's not a God? Mm. All right. Believe there's not a God. All right. If I told you, you who don't believe in God, if I told you that this glass sprang into existence, this glass made itself... No man made this glass. Would you believe it? Would you believe I just told you this thing made itself? No. 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 Well, I tell you, you wouldn't believe it, right? No, that, that some, somebody's doubting it, yeah. So I'm, no, I'm giving I'm you the answer. That that's she wouldn't believe it. If I turn to this television station, no. it's popped into existence. It just, no man made it. You said Muhammad Ali's crazy. All right. Well, if this glass can't make itself, if I told you those clothes you have on wove themselves, nobody created them, those clothes made themselves, you wouldn't believe it. But if your, if your clothes didn't make itself, if that glass couldn't make itself, if this building didn't make itself, then how did the moon get out there? How did the stars and Jupiter and Neptune and Mars and the sun, how did nature, how, how did all this come here if didn't know why is something planning to make it? So what I'm saying is I believe that we're going to be judged. Should a man like Hitler kill all the Jews and get away with it? Somebody should punish him. Maybe he get it. Don't get it now. He get it when he die. In hell for eternity. So, what I'm gonna do when I get out of boxing is to get myself ready 
and to go to hell and God is going to judge my soul. The police, I might kill people. I might rob people. The authorities might not catch me. The FBI, Scotland Yard might not catch me. But when I die, somebody's watching me and keeping count. And I can't get away. And I'm going to burn forever and ever and ever. I'll go to heaven. So what am I going to do when I'm through fighting? I only have 16 years to be productive. Get myself ready to meet God and go to the best place. If that makes sense? Thank you. Okay. Oh, man. Wasn't that something? What? I felt some conviction from that. I'm just saying, wasn't that something? Yeah, it was. It was very convicting. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was that truth, though. People don't want to hear that truth. Yeah, the time, and they're not ready to hear it. Yeah. You say, if you want to hear the truth, you got to hear a little bit of a lie. <laughs> <laughs> no, not us. Yeah. You know, we got to hear it. We got to hear it all the way. That's how we. Well, Trained in that's this. my first time hearing that though. That was uh, hey, I see you want to phrase speak his mind. Oh no, Muhammad, who gonna whoop him? <laughs> who, who was gonna whoop him at that time? <laughs> who that was, was gonna whoop him? Let's say fly, let's say like a butterfly, sting, oh, sting like, like a bee, float like a butterfly. Yeah, you can't beat me, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. That is a man who stood for a lot of things. He never wavered. Never compromised. Huh? That's right. That's what's up. Yeah. He, 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 like he actually did a lot of things for our black culture, man. Oh, man. And, uh, you know, to be honest, he's not celebrated enough. Okay. Well, you know, a lot of times the people that, that really go all out and do a lot of sacrificing don't really get they just do. How they should. You know what I learned? It seems like people that do the craziest. Just, let, me, let me just say this right quick <laughs> before you even say that. Yeah. I learned that the people that do things first are never as celebrated as the people who come after them. Mm-hmm. You know that? I, I'm not saying you know that. Would you agree? I mean, think about all the people who did something first. Mm-hmm. They are never as celebrated as the people that come after them. Yeah, maybe, maybe they don't. You know, people get get get. Like, I'll say the originators mm-hmm. and the creators or something. You know, when somebody they get robbed by the imitators. You know what I'm saying? A lot You're of times. Right. You know what I'm saying? So the originators get robbed by the imitators because the imitators don't want to give the glory back to the originators. Correct. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to pay homage and give glory back to the originators. And um you know, I think that's I think that's sad really. It is sad. I mean And you know what? <laughs> the people who come behind them should help should honor them, respect them, treat them good and, and help them. Make some of that money back, man. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you why you should give people. Cause, cause, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this. I'm gonna make a clear example mm. from what we just listened to. Mm. Muhammad Ali did this, right? Mm. What, 40, 50 years ago? Say to say that, 60s, 70s, 80s, all the way up to the 80s. And then Mike Tyson came, benefited off it, right? Mm. Floyd Mayweather 
You never hear Floyd Mayweather talking about Muhammad Ali. You never hear that. But this guy was the guy who opened the door for them to be making $300 million a fight. Mm. When he was making a couple hundred thousand a fight. Mm-hmm. Now, that was still a lot back in those days. Mm. But it was nothing. Nothing close to what Floyd and Tyson was making. Would you agree? Uh, I'm not going to say I agree. I'm not going to say you're wrong either. But I'm going to say I'm not real deep into boxing to know the history like that. So I don't like the... If I don't know, if I don't got all my facts right and know enough history about it, I'm not going to respond with it, uh, to it like that. But like I say, it's the point that we're making that a lot of originators don't get just due by, right. by the imitators. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's a fact. That's what I do. He was the first guy who, who called. He was the first guy. We're going off topic right now, but that's okay. Yeah, yeah. He was the first guy. Who was saying what he gonna do and did it? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna knock you out in round four and blah blah mm-hmm. blah. Mm-hmm. He had a rhyme for everything, right? But he wasn't getting paid like Floyd. He wasn't getting paid like Tyson. Mm-hmm. Now, the one thing I can say about Mike Tyson mm-hmm. is Mike Tyson, as far as I know, he was making Muhammad Ali his idol. He made Muhammad Ali his his uh. The guy he went to for advice. Muhammad Ali passed the torch down to Tyson. Okay. When he fought Larry Holmes. Larry Holmes beat Muhammad Ali when he was old. Muhammad Ali came out with Mike Tyson and said, get him for me, champ. Mm. Tyson said, I got him. That made Tyson the youngest heavyweight champion in boxing history ever. Mm. Even until this day. Mm. Okay. And we talking about 20-something years later. Maybe 30-something years later. I used to like playing that Mike Tyson punch, punch out. out. Oh, yeah, man. That Nintendo. Listen, this is what I'm getting to. Yeah. So for a man to have... You remember... Do you know... I don't know if you know this or not. Muhammad Ali refused to go to the Army. Yeah, I heard about that. I don't know. What's it okay. done, what done with... Uh, what, he would... No... He refused to go and fight anybody of another color, skin, Okay. that never did him wrong. Okay, right, right. I got you. Mm -hmm. So these are the things I'm talking about when I'm talking about the first person have to bat a cross but never get the reward. Mm -hmm. Now, when you look at him on these videos, you think he got the reward, but he, he making pennies to what these guys are making today. Mm-hmm. If you, let's just say, who's, who was the guy who made you want to rap? I mean, I ain't gonna lie. God. Who? I say, I say, I ain't gonna lie, I say, uh, I used to listen to a lot of rap, but I say, like, that parking big era, man, kind of yeah, kind of bought it out, man. I'm sorry. So, so for you to go pick your your favorite guy out of that era, right? Uh-huh. And you say, you know what, man? 
I'm worth I'm worth five hundred million right now. You casing him. Mm. Which one day I'm sure you will be if you keep going. I receive it. <laughs> Listen. If if you were able to go back and take one of those guys who introduced you to rap and broke it down for you how to write a song, how to write a hook, and you had all this money and they were old now, would you bless them? Yeah, because the kind of heart that I have, you know what I mean? Yeah, I was, no, I'm just saying. I'm just asking. Would you bless them with something that say, you know what, man? Absolutely. It's because of you. If there were no you, I would have no blueprint to follow. I would have no substance. I would have no will or desire to do this. Yeah, but I'm, I got to say this. Go ahead. When I think about it, I was really, I was really inspired by a local group. Who? Street Sweet Mafia. Scotty. That's right. And Step. That was Scott. It was uh, the, the Naughty Heads. Yeah, that 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 movement. Dolly. Right that movement right there. You know, saying that all. You know, uh. And that's a that's a Palm Beach County group. Yep. It's a shout out to Otto. Born and raised. Shout out my boy Otto used to uh, cut hair. Yeah. He used to cut hair out there in uh, Live Oaks and he got arrested. You know, I think he was accused of murder, but yeah. accused of it. But they wanted them boys off the streets. I just there. hope, you know, hope he get out and everything, everything for a reason. But yeah, I was actually inspired by a local group because they had their compositions out there. I remember you told me. Yeah, and they was, uh, they was reading their raps. And I was seeing that up and close in person when they were actually, you know, just getting better at writing rounds and reading rounds. And then I uh, asked my mama to buy me a composition. And uh, I got my first composition from Albertsons. Oh, Okeechobee. Yeah. In the plaza. It ain't even there no more. That's right. That's why I got, she bought my first composition from Albertsons. And then I went, uh, I ain't gonna lie. It's like I threw on a straight jacket and locked myself up in the room oh, with me in that composition. Mm. And man, I ain't come out that room and I was writing all kind of songs, mm. violent songs though. I ain't even know I was. Yeah, I remember that you told me you was. Uh, yeah, my old talking about stabbing nah, and cutting and yeah, and my old name was Mister Deadly. Mister Deadly. What was the name after that? Tell the people. I had quite a few names, but... Nah, you know the one I'm alluding to. What, Young K? You doggone right. <laughs> Tell them what Young K stood for. Uh, Young Catastrophic. You doggone right. If you didn't remember that, I was going <laughs> to remind him, because I remember. Yeah. And I'm telling you, this man had some bangers. Yeah. This man had some bangers. Yeah, strip club songs and... You know, so for me for to women. see, for me to be yeah. your cousin and see the transformation that you made is like incredible. How you living? I was on like that. I thought it was on the ground I was trying on to that. get up. And I was thugging it. I might not look like it now, but I was, man, I was Stressed out, man. effed up, plotting many ways yeah. on the come up. Yeah, yeah I'm living crazy in the range, wearing the same clothes for days. days. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen. Thugging it. I ain't never playing. I gotta get mines. Yeah. Trying to pop a collar, make a dollar all at one time. Okay. Oh, yeah, all that grinding, all that good stuff, all that there. Listen, man.
We out of time today. But now I'm a warrior. I can promise you this. I got the man. I promised y'all I was gonna get him here. Oh man, we just get we just getting started. Man. I trapped him here. Hey, trap, trap! He didn't know we was doing this podcast, no, but I, I got know. him. I didn't know. Let me ask you this before we leave: How did this podcast uh, feel to you? Man, it feel fun, man. I mean, I'm just expressing how I feel in the moment. I. It's my first podcast, real podcast, really. That I know I did something else with you, but I don't know. It just that was a, that was like a webisode. Okay, well. you know, uh, well, it wasn't really being, it wasn't really being syndicated. A, like we a, on syndicated a, radio right a now. Prep, a prep, a prep Yeah, it was a prep episode. <laughs> but yeah, you I know, mean, it feel it feel good, you know, because you know what, Ashley, it's almost like I can release. Feelings, and it felt good that I can go and think about stuff that it's I haven't like talked about in a long time. Therapy. Yeah, it's like a therapy for real because yeah. I'm talking about stuff, man. That I'm like, man, I, re- I remember this because yeah. you had me digging kind of deep. That's right about my childhood. Because I've been telling these yeah. people about you, yeah, for the last four episodes. I had to do the first four, and let me be clear: the first episode was supposed to have this Negro on here. I said it, Negro. That's right. He's a black man. Warriors! Okay, y'all gonna be able to see the uh, <laughs> vision on YouTube, and you're gonna be able to listen to the show on radio. It's case now in front of the street but listen, to the man, church. You wanna say a quick prayer for him before we leave, cuz? Absolutely, man. Ahead, all man. the craziness that's been going on. Yeah, bless him. You know, I ain't perfect, but you know, prayer, you know, prayer's good for everybody, but, um, you know, Father Lord, I just thank you, uh, for this podcast thank you for the opportunity uh for my voice for our voice to be heard through this podcast for the things that we've been sharing and talking about personally in general um we pray that uh you know healing will take place we pray you know um for you to i pray that you will order people footsteps i pray that you have grace and mercy upon you know, everybody, you know, that everybody have an opportunity who's still alive mm-hmm. because tomorrow's not promised. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just pray for your blessing, Lord, to be upon everybody. And um, I pray that you will touch people, minds, Lord, to make the right choices in life. And most importantly, um, that you can order their footsteps to receive Christ as your Lord and Savior if they don't know you. That God, you don't force yourself on nobody, but I pray that. You know, in your own way that you reach out to people mm-hmm. so they can get to know you. Um, in Jesus' name, it was so. Amen. 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 Until next time. I finally, yeah. I finally got my co-host in the building. We will right, talk y'all. with you very, very soon. God bless. We love you. Keep supporting. Keep working and pushing the moving in light. Say it again. Keep working and pushing the following Christ. What song is that from? Keep working and pushing the moving. Keep trucking. It's coming out soon. We love y'all, yeah. man. God bless. Peace.